It's here, the episode you've been waiting for. Just where should you focus for maximum success in 2022? It's the e-commerce master plan podcast here to help you solve your marketing problems and grow your e-commerce business. Cutting through the hype to bring you inspiration and advice from the e-commerce sector and beyond. Here's your host, Chloe Thomas. Hello and welcome, a special welcome if this is the first time you've tuned into the e-commerce master plan podcast or if you're tuning in for the first time in a while, it is excellent to be chatting to you. Thank you for joining me. I'm Chloe Thomas, the creator and host of this multi-award winning show, and it's my aim in every single episode to bring you inspiring stories and examples of retailers and brands who are striving for e-commerce success and doing interesting things on the path to net zero. Every January, we release our January growth series to help you pull together your perfect plan for 2022. There's nine episodes in all, and this particular one is usually the most popular of them all. It's one of our mashup episodes, where a gaggle of e-commerce experts each share their bite-sized top tip for plotting your success in 2022. Now, I'll be honest, there's not a lot of net zero in this one, but there is a lot of great insight on what you should be doing to create greater success this year. Get ready to be inspired by my band of experts as soon as we've heard from our sponsors. Recharge is the leading subscription management solution helping e-commerce merchants of all sizes launch and scale subscription offerings. The subscription market is predicted to grow to nearly $500 billion, that's billion with a B, by 2025. As the fastest growing area in commerce, subscriptions hold tremendous opportunities to build a community of customers who share your values. Recharge powers the growth of thousands of subscription merchants and their communities, turning one-time transactions into long-term customer relationships. With subscriptions, merchants are able to experience predictable revenue, increased customer loyalty and higher average order values. Whether you're a direct-to-consumer business or an omnichannel brand, subscriptions strengthen your brand's relationship with your customers and make it easy for consumers to make repeat purchases. Turn transactions into relationships and experience seamless subscription commerce with Recharge. Get started today with the subscription payment solution trusted by over 45 million subscribers worldwide. Check them out at rechargepayments.com forward slash masterplan. Okay, the tips are about to hit you thick and fast. So before we get into it all, I will just let you know that we've put our notes, including lots of links to things mentioned by our experts and me, plus lots of free resources they made available to you, plus the transcript of this episode on our website in the show notes page for this episode. You'll find that via ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast. When you get there, click on um, all episodes and then click on this one, which is episode 368. Okay, coming up, you are going to hear from some of the world's top e-commerce podcasters, some of the world's top e-commerce consultants and coaches, and some of those awesome, awesome people who work for your favorite software programs. They are all answering the exact same question. What is your top tip for growing an e-commerce business in 2022? So this is your best masterclass for working out how to battle all that extra competition, overcome the death of cookies and the rising cost of advertising, 
and to take advantage of some of those big new opportunities in the e-commerce space. The tips are coming up are covering everything from strategy and purpose to ops and super cool marketing advice. We're going to get started with something that feels like a threat, but is really a massive opportunity. So here's the king of marketplaces, Chris Dawson from Tamebay, to explain all. So 2022, I think, is going to be an exciting year because I'm hoping that we'll be starting to put the pandemic behind us. And we're already seeing consumers returning to the shops, buying less online. But the big change that's happened over the past year is that something like 40-50% of product searches actually start on marketplaces like eBay or Amazon nowadays. Um, so people, the way people have bought has perceptively changed when they were forced to buy online from home. And we're expecting that behaviour to continue, even though people will start returning to the shops. There's going to be a lot of products. They just think, look, I'll just buy it online because I, I can do it now while I'm thinking about it. So marketplaces are going to be really important, but also social media platforms are going to be more important than ever. Now we can complete a transaction on the likes of Instagram or Facebook or WhatsApp or Messenger or Pinterest, even Snapchat. These are new ways that you can market to customers and not just market to them, but actually complete a transaction without having to drop a link to your website or to a marketplace listing. So look at ways that you can actually engage with social media platforms and every platform won't be suitable for everyone. So if you're selling really pretty inspirational products, then Pinterest is probably the place to go. If on the other hand, you're selling garden tools, sockets and spanners, etc., then maybe a platform like Facebook or Instagram might be better where you can actually concentrate on how-to videos or even live streaming on platforms like Facebook, where you can actually demonstrate using the tools that you're trying to get people to buy. And I think with spring coming, I know we're still in the middle of winter, but hopefully as spring comes and people start thinking about getting out into the garden and everything again, rather than just having product shots, video is going to be more and more important. And don't forget that even the marketplaces, and Amazon have been experimenting with, with live streaming in the US eBay have now given you the ability to put a video alongside your, your product photos in the, in, in, in the gallery at the top of each listing. So start thinking of live interaction with your consumers, whether it be live streaming or pre-recorded. People are looking for much higher engagement than ever before. But I think the most important thing is that I'm going to keep coming back to in the course of 2022 is that people can now actually buy on the platform that they're exposed to your content on. So if they're seeing you on Facebook or Instagram or Pinterest or Snapchat, they can actually complete the purchase on those sites without going off to their to, to, to your website. And don't forget, if you're using um, the tools like Messenger or WhatsApp, for customer service, you could also complete transactions on those sites now. It will mean signing up to the sites, opening a business account, connecting it with your back-end inventory, um, make just the same as it would be on a marketplace, making sure you're set up and ready to sell. But I think in 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 the, the next year, I think we're going to see an explosion of selling on platforms, um, not on your website, not on a marketplace, but on social media and messaging platforms.
And if you want to learn more, 25th, 6th and 7th of January is Tame Bay Live. Um, go to tamebaylive.com to sign up. And we'll have three days of masterclasses from some of the biggest names in e-commerce um, telling you how to sell on these platforms, whether it be the marketplaces or the social media channels, and talking about how to convert customers from a customer service call to a, an additional add-on sale, and, and generally how to increase your business and grow in 2022. Cheeky little plug there that I've let Chris do for the Tame Bay Live event because this is something you really need to get up to speed on fast. Now, it might not be relevant for you, but you really do need to understand what's going on across this kind of maelstrom of places you could now be selling. Plus, I've allowed Chris to plug the Tame Bay Live event because their events are super practical and are probably the fastest way to really get to grips, to really get up to speed on all of this area, to work out what you're actually going to have to do and whether the opportunity is or isn't for you. The Tame Bay Live event is happening next week. And if you're if you're listening when this episode goes live, that is, and it is free to access. I'm pretty certain they'll be putting all the content up on YouTube or up on the website straight afterwards because that is what they usually do. Now, if you've listened to our first expert mashup this month, which was all about what we learned in 2021, that's episode 364, if you haven't yet sucked the juice out of that one, um, you will already know that the brilliant Tim Richardson, host of the Your Basket is Empty podcast and X We Make website, completely ignored my brief to focus in on one tip. And all his tips are brilliant. So here are his four opportunities for 2022 for you to get stuck into. First tip, build a community. I think brands that have community as a core part of their playbook will win. Building communities helps with advocacy, engagement, loyalty, product development, even funding. On top of that, I think it can help hedge against things like iOS 14 updates and challenging ROAS goals. So get building a community. Secondly, have an authentic purpose. Um, as I kind of mentioned before, as a consumer, I'm consciously confused about who's doing good and who's just jumping on a bandwagon. So if brands can tell authentic stories that have a positive impact on people and the planet, I feel it will help them differentiate themselves. So some really great examples of brands that are doing this are the ones I had on my latest podcast series, which was all about impact brands. It was Unfabled, who are rewriting the period care story with the first curated marketplace for cycle care, Ministry of Supply, high-performance, sustainable work leisure wear, Girlfriend Collective, the sustainable athleisure wear brand, Dope, that's dough with a P. They are destigmatizing addiction recovery with delicious cookie dough and Asket, their conscious luxury essentials brand. Consider live commerce. So from all reports, live commerce is still an underrepresented concept outside of Asia. And I've got a stat here for you. According to McKinsey, Chinese sales through live commerce are expected to reach 423 billion by next year. So lots of opportunity and loads of new tech to support this. Finally, I'm going to touch on a buzzword, NFTs. And blockchain, crypto, DAOs, meta, whatever, I'm finding it hard to understand whether NFTs are a buzz or real. However, I don't believe you necessarily need to do something with NFTs next year. But if you're not learning, exploring, and trying to understand what they are and where the opportunities may lay, I think a brand will find themselves behind in a couple of years. 
Thank you, Tim, for those four. Uh, to recap everyone, he had number one, build a community. Now, Arlen's going to be diving into this later on in this episode. Two, have a purpose and tell authentic stories. As you probably already know, I'm a huge fan of that one. Uh, number three, live commerce. Another massive opportunity and something we've done a whole episode about on Keep Optimising, our sister podcast. You'll find the link to that on the website. And number four, NFTs. Now I'm with Tim on these. Watch them. Don't yet do it. But if you're thinking differently and want more content on it, let me know and I will uh, will satisfy that desire for you. Now, if you're one of those marvellous, super clever people who listens to every one of our episodes as it hits the virtual airwaves, you will have recently heard our whole episode with Luke Hodgson from e-commerce thinking on the growth stages of e-commerce brands. If you haven't heard it yet, you've still time to become a marvellous, super clever person. Just listen to episode 366. Well, Luke also has shared with us his top tip for success in 2022. Invest in your in-house tech capabilities. And by that, I don't just mean go out and buy a load of new software. I think what we've seen over the last three, four, five years is that the tools that you have available to you as an e-commerce leader, and now at a level where you don't have to have an engineer with five plus years of experience or a specialist agency to develop technical solutions that can work for your business. The explosion of no code and low code technology is mind blowing for somebody who's been in this industry for 10 plus years. It really is just a seismic shift in what people use to solve problems at different stages of growth. And I think what's lagging behind is actually the amount of qualified resources that are available for brands to bring in-house. So actually, what I think is going to define success inside of fast-growing early-stage e-commerce businesses over the next number of years, not just in 2022, is how effectively they can bring in resources that are able to get their arms around these pieces of technology, understand how the business operates and what makes it different, and then start to build the solutions that are tailor-made for the business. Um, so I think hiring and training in how to get the most out of these tools is something that will determine what who leaps ahead over the next couple of years and who doesn't. So yeah, invest in your in-house tech capabilities, get people and then train them. The job market in marketing, e-commerce and anything vaguely digital is crazy right now. The pandemic has forced businesses to adapt to online and the salary budgets have followed. So like Luke says, you need to be investing in software tools that enable your team to do more and the training to turn your existing team into a powerhouse. The right tech and tech team is crucial if you want to embrace all or quite frankly any of the opportunities that Chris and Tim mentioned earlier in this episode. Here's Ben Marks from Shopware to explain even more about getting the platform right for your business. Index on flexibility and agility in your business. Like if we think about all of the, the, the change and chaos and adaptation that had to happen for businesses to succeed in 2020 and 2021, it just underscored the need to have an e-commerce platform that is ready for change and can change quickly. And I work for a platform company, but but you know I'm not going to say that one platform is great for all businesses in all situations. Whether you're on a SaaS platform, uh, an open commerce platform like Shopware, 
or uh, a homegrown platform, as long as you have the team and capacity, and then the, 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 the business acumen and business understanding and ongoing analysis to inform change, you're going to be able uh, to handle the bumps in the road much better than um, hopefully than your competitors and, 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 and hopefully even better than you would if you weren't doing it. Right. So understanding, you know, this, and, and it, it gets down, it gets pretty granular down into like, Oh, well, we, we, we know from the pandemic, we don't ever want to not have stock. So let's make sure that we have really good insight into what's in our physical locations, what, what, where our consumers tend to be buying stuff and having it shipped. And let's make sure we have stuff warehoused close to them. But then let's also, you know, let's tie this back up into the, the goods coming in. Um, I, you know, I think, I think a well, a well-built platform, you know, is more than just how you present your catalog and how you let people, you know, add stuff to a cart. It's also about how, how you maintain that relationship and that insight with your customer and connect it with your supply chain. I always like to recommend um, looking at it from kind of working backwards. Okay. So we know we have, you know, customer John or Jane Doe, we look at their behaviors and where they're buying stuff. Are they, are they, are they seeing you in a social media channel? Are they seeing you? Are they finding you through organic search? And then what are their, what are their expectations working back up? Okay. I know, I know that they want, they expect to get a product in this vertical inside of 24 hours or inside of 48 hours. How am I going to facilitate that? And what happens when I can't facilitate that? And then, you know, and then I think you can kind of move a little bit forward and look at that ongoing relationship. So, you know, I think if, if I were to add anything to the platform discussion from there, it'd be just that you have good analysis, you'd have good data relationship with your customer. So you, you can, you can really help find those consumers who, where it's more valuable to invest in them versus others. It really comes down to that nerve center of, of your e-commerce, your total e-commerce plan, everything from ERP delivery analytics. And I tend to think that's all facilitated through whatever platform you're using. And so I would just say, make sure you're, you're looking at that investment today for the agility that you'll need today and tomorrow. It's time to get agile. Um, thank you, Ben. Now things are changing faster and your ability to adapt is highly dependent on a flexible tech stack. Take on everything that Ben just said. And if you are thinking of replatforming um, and that that's gonna be one of your key factors for success in 2022 and beyond, then make sure you've heard our episode 367 this month where we've got deep deep, ridiculously deep. I think it's possibly the longest episode we've ever put out into how Ash from Grenson Shoes managed their recent replatforming process. Um, loads of excellent advice in there. And if you've just done one, you can just listen and sympathise. Okay. So far, we have covered big, sexy, exciting new things. We've talked about getting your team and tech ready, but we've not yet mentioned much on the marketing front. So it's time to correct that. There are many more buying options online, more marketplaces, more platforms, more sellers. So how do we get the consumers to choose us to buy our product? Well, Arlen Robinson from OSI Affiliates and the e-commerce marketing podcast is here to outline the problem and the opportunity for us with some very practical steps you can take to stand out as well. You need to embrace 
word of mouth marketing more than ever. That would be my number one tip because one of the things that we saw with 2020 and into 2021 with the shutdowns is that there was a huge influx of businesses selling online more than ever. And the question is, okay, where do I purchase the products from? Which vendor do I go to? For the past few years, I have been looking for the best handheld shaver where I can shave my own head and do it myself. I've looked on countless sites. I've gotten um, ads thrown at me via Instagram, Facebook, because it's a, it's a big niche. There's a lot of guys in my, my boat that want to shave their head daily or weekly. And so I've been looking and looking, but I just recently went um, home to Chicago and my brother had a device uh, that he used and it worked great. He highly recommended it. He told me about it before. And what he did was he just said, yeah, check it out. He sent me a link to their site. And so what I'm trying to say is that word of mouth marketing these days is bigger than ever, because when you have the referrals from a person that you know, or a notable affiliate or influencer, what it does on the consumer stamp side is it actually eliminates all of that research and things that you have to do. And so what you do is you kind of put your trust in that person. You say, okay, great. He recommended it. I'm going to go forward with it. In my case, my brother recommended it. I know he's gone through many of these shavers before and he picked the right one. And so I trust his opinion. I'm going to go ahead and buy it. And so, I mean, the stats, I think, are probably bigger than ever now. The stats had always said that people have uh, more than a 90% chance of buying anything when they have been recommended to it by a friend. And so um, I think we're, we're at this point, we're probably pushing close to 95% because, um, because of all of these possibilities and these sites that people can purchase from, it's, it can be a little bit overwhelming. You don't know where to go. You don't know where you can get the best price. You don't know who's going to have the best shipping. All of that comes into mind when you're thinking about buying anything. And so because of this explosion, and I think within 2022, it's bigger than ever now because there's so many more possibilities for people to purchase with. That you, you as a business need to fully embrace word of mouth marketing and establish a set and clear referral program and an affiliate program as well so that you can incentivize your customers for referring people that they know. Because believe it or not, most businesses don't really realize that a large percentage of their sales is probably already coming from referrals. They just don't know it and they're not tracking it. And, but if you do set up a referral program um, and incentivize people for actually doing it, you're going to definitely increase your numbers, your sales. People are going to be more motivated to refer people that they know. Because uh, it's not just to be an afterthought and say, okay, I, I, this was a great product. I'm going to refer my friends. If they know they can get something off of it, a discount towards future purchases, a gift card, whatever it is, believe it or not, they're going to be more motivated to do it than ever. So I think in 2022, brands, e-commerce brands have to, got to definitely embrace word of mouth marketing, referral marketing, and even setting up an affiliate program to recruit outside affiliated influencers to increase their sales, because that's that's really going to be a differentiating factor when people are looking to make a purchase. They're looking for that referral. 
social proof and incentivized referrals, even organic referrals, whether you're doing it via influencers, affiliate programs, VIP programs, referral programs, loyalty programs, whatever your, your strategy around this, get it happening as it's an excellent way to create a competitive advantage that it is very, very hard to copy. We've covered each of these areas recently on our sister podcast, Keep Optimizing. So we're adding the links, or we have by the time you're listening to this, we've added the links to all of those relevant episodes in the show notes for you. So going to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast, navigating your way to episode 368 and finding that page will give you a whole host of ways to learn more about everything Arlen just mentioned. And to be fair, everything we're mentioning in this episode. Right. That's our first marketing focused expert tip for you. We've got three more coming up, but first we are going to very quickly hear from our sponsors. So do not go anywhere. E-commerce master plan is supported by some of the greatest companies in the e-commerce sector. Here's a reminder of who they are. A flexible, agile, integratable tech stack is what you need to future-proof your business. And with over 30 integrations, Yotpo SMS Bump makes it super easy to integrate your SMS marketing with the rest of your activity. Here are some of the highlights. Marketing activity integrates with Klaviyo, Privy, Loyalty Lion and MailChimp. Customer services integrates with Gorgeous, Zendek and Recharge. Performance tracking, Slack and all the results tracking and A-B testing built in you could possibly want. E-commerce platforms, Shopify, Shopify Plus, Big Commerce. What does all that mean? It means you can get set up fast and start sending powerful marketing to build strong connection with your customers right now. Start your SMS journey with Yotpo SMS Bump and get a month, a whole month of text messages for free at ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash SMS Bump. That's ecommercemasterplan.com slash SMSBUMP. If you're selling via multiple channels and want to sync all your reviews to Shopify, Opinu is the tool for you. Opinu will help you import and sync reviews from Amazon, AliExpress, eBay, and many other review capturing systems. As well as bringing all your reviews together to maximize your site conversion rates, Opinu also makes it super easy to gather new reviews via email and SMS, display beautiful customizable widgets on your homepage collection and product pages, automatically put your highest converting reviews Reviews in front of your website traffic and integrate with tools like PageFly, Klaviyo, Gorgeous and Google Shopping to make the best use of your user-generated content. As Simon Shoes says, best review app we've used. The Amazon import is fantastic, as is the integration with Klaviyo. They have great customer service via chat and are always working to make the app better. 10 out of 10 recommend. Trusted by 10,000 Shopify retailers worldwide, Opinu boosts Shopify stores with reviews rich in UGC. Get your reviews now with a 14-day free trial at Opinu.com. That's O-P-I-N-E-W.com. Thank you, sponsors, and thank you all for sticking around to, um, to the next few tips. Before the ad break, Arlen shared his tips for dealing with the increased competition online. Now, another impact of the increased competition online and of the cookie apocalypse is that the cost of advertising is going up. And 
getting that, that advertising to be effective is getting harder. Our next expert, Retis Loris, co-founder and CEO at Omnisend, is here to share his tip to overcome this problem. So what we saw in the past couple of years about acquisition costs, basically Facebook and Google advertising costs has increased like 2.4, 2.5 times, which is a massive increase and a massive challenge, which is being brought for anyone who is selling uh, online. So how to, how to survive in such situations? So basically, what does that mean that you have to own relationship with your customers? It's not Google, Facebook, Amazon who should own your relationship with your customer, it's you who should do that. So the, there are certain buzzwords as like first-party data, zero-party data, or just retention marketing. So I think that more of, of a focus on retaining your customers and growing their lifetime value instead of reacquiring them again and again through Facebook and, and Google ads is becoming more and more important because otherwise you will just not earn money your business will not be profitable so lifetime value of a customer is becoming extremely important and retention marketing based on relationship which you manage to build with your customers as a brand as a seller is what will be extremely important in 2022 and upcoming years and uh, you know great news that uh, some channels uh, as email sms push notifications uh, are there to help you do your retention marketing campaigns and communication with your existing customer base and even like google and facebook ads i believe that importance of remarketing when you are basically reacquiring existing customers while using the zero party data because you know exactly who the customer is and you're showing ads exactly to those people will become more and more important if we're talking about ads instead of just you know doing it uh, in a broadcasting way, even though targeting, but not not kind of reacquiring the same customers which we already have. So I think those, those are the main things which um, are the most important. So zero-party data, first-party data, retention marketing, however you call it, but basically owning your relationship with your customers. That's the most important in 2022. Thanks, Retis. Awesome. Um, clear advice as ever. And of course, everything that Arlen mentioned in our last tip is a way to capitalize on the stronger relationships you build with your existing customers as advised by Retis. Let's build on Retis's advice with these super practical tips from Sumon8 from Gift Biz Unwrapped. My top tip for e-commerce success in 2022 might be a little shocking. And that is to focus a portion of your marketing strategy offline and off social. I've been noticing, particularly over the last few months, that even key social media influencers are voicing the fact that social media as the singular way to drive traffic to your website isn't the way to go. Social media is still the golden child of online marketing, but it's now in its awkward adolescent years. We've all witnessed the issues with privacy, ad space limitations, targeting adjustments, and the fact that its reliability can break from time to time. Oh my gosh, my heart sinks for all those who had product launches or other important ads running during that six-hour blackout last October. Those who relied solely on social media were left scrambling. Consequently, when I say off-social, 
I mean adding to the mix a consistent plan for email marketing, collecting both customer and prospect addresses anywhere you can, and then communicating with them regularly. Not the random, out-of-the-blue email where you have something to sell. That's a sure way to get unsubscribed and does nothing for your relationship. Also, consider how face-to-face events can play into your e-commerce plan. That's what I mean by offline marketing. Think of it this way. Your website is the online headquarters of your business. Your homepage is the reception area. And your other pages are departments in your business, like sales, which is your product pages, customer service, your Q&A section, shipping is your checkout cart, and HR is your about page. Even legal with your privacy policy, terms of use, and other links that are likely in your footer. Now, use your online headquarters to its fullest potential. Face-to-face events don't need to be standalone activities, but they can integrate into your website. At networking events, direct people to buy from your site, learn more there, or grab a freebie. At craft shows or trade shows, tell people there are more sizes and colors to consider, and of course, certainly, when it's time to reorder, they can do that online. You know the saying of how we can be stronger together? It's the same thing with e-commerce. Your entire business can be stronger when you utilize all the options available and have them complement each other versus being standalone entities. So remember, your website is your online headquarters and the base for everything. And there are all sorts of avenues that can direct people there. So make sure to use them. Your website is your online headquarters. I love that. And something to really bear in mind as the buying channels expand both online with all the new marketplaces and offline as increasingly uh, e-commerce brands and businesses are going to be doing things online to create that greater connection with the customers to get the reactions that you can no longer get from those social advertising channels. So keep your website up to date and showcasing the best possible view of your business as it really is that kind of central hub, that, that, that online headquarters that Sue's suggesting. Now, as this episode goes live on January the 20th, I just have to mention National Bakers Crafters Makers Day, which is happening tomorrow. A huge event for many artisans and probably many of you listening and something Sue's been celebrating all month with some great content to help you grow your businesses. So do check out her site for more. And we put the link to that in the show notes page for you. So many links in the show notes page for you from this episode. I reckon it could probably fill your training schedule for the rest of the year. Um, But that's a good thing, I think. Okay, we have been giving you a lot to think about in this episode with a lot of links and extra learning to follow up on. There are a lot of opportunities to explore, ways to counteract some of the threats we're already experiencing. Um, You're going to send yourself and your team crazy if you try to do it all, especially if you try to do it all this week. So, please do spend some time getting clear on what your priorities are for the year. What are the best things for your business and your team? Then follow the advice of our final expert guest, one of the biggest thinkers in e-commerce, Mr. Jamie Huskisson from JH, to make sure it actually happens. Here's Jamie's advice. 
have a strategy. Uh, try and reduce the overthinking and what you'll achieve in the year by starting out the year purposefully and designing and writing a strong strategy for the years ahead. So where are you going? What does success look like? What are we benchmarking against as we execute this year and in everything we execute in every channel? So are you moving forward enough? Are you doing things right? You've got to have a plan to associate that back to. I, I like making sure that every person around you internally, the board, who you report to, who reports to you, anyone in the business has a copy of that plan. Most of their questions should be answered before they've even spoken to you, and they should be doing nothing but adding value to that. Great ideas, how we get there next, uh, input that associates to hitting that goal so that everybody can really just focus on that one thing. I also want that plan to be going out to external agencies too. So every merchant will say, you know, I want people to be an extension of my team, but we also have to envelop that team with the plans to give them the same steer we give our teams internally as to what success looks like. So for me, bring everybody together and you win together. That's my advice for 2022. So get clear on your objectives and bring everyone together from your team, your disparate team as they're spread across your business and others to make sure you hit those successes together. Thank you, Jamie. That's a brilliant way for us to wrap up this episode. So there you all have it. My experts top tips for creating a successful 2022 for your business. There was a lot there to get your head around. So please do listen again. And to help you take it all in, we've created our own set of notes from this episode with links to all those many, many things uh, we've mentioned and more details about each of the experts we featured. Plus, we've produced a full transcript of the episode too. So that's literally a PDF of all the words spoken that you can print out, scribble on, etc, etc. You can get all of that for free on our website. Just go to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast and click on the all episodes link to find this episode. When you're on the website, you can also add yourself to our email list so you don't miss out on any of the many things I share to help you improve your business, including notifications as episodes go live and details of the webinar I'm going to be hosting to round off our January growth series, where I'll be sharing my own take on where you should focus for maximum impact in 2022. Think of it as a way to make sense of all the things we're throwing in your direction um, this month. Apart from NFTs, um, we have recently covered all these topics on either this podcast or, or our sister show, Keep Optimizing. So if you're keen to dive in for more on any of the things that these experts have mentioned in this episode, all the links for that are in the show notes for this episode, which... Sorry to repeat myself again, but hopefully this is useful. Um, at ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast, click on all episodes, go to episode 368, and there you will find all those resources ready for you to dive into. We've got three more episodes left of our January growth series. It continues on Monday when we're going to be exploring a huge market opportunity, one you've probably not heard anyone else talking about, but which is worth billions. Seriously, billions. So trust me, you don't want to miss it. 
So make sure you've followed or subscribed to us wherever you're listening, be it Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc. Make sure you're hooked into us. You'll get those alerts as soon as those episodes go live. And um, of course, come to the website and sign up to our email list too. Thank you so much for tuning in to the e-commerce master plan podcast. I bring you all a new interview every episode because I want to inspire and help as many e-commerce business owners as possible to succeed and thrive with their business, both to make it more successful and to turn it into a force for good for our planet. If you know someone this show can help, please, please tell them to listen to the e-commerce master plan podcast. I hope you have a wonderful week and weekend. And don't forget, don't forget to ever, ever, ever keep optimizing. Thank you for listening to the e-commerce master plan podcast. Find out more at ecommercemasterplan.com slash podcast. Recharge is the leading subscription management solution helping e-commerce merchants of all sizes launch and scale subscription offerings. Over 15,000 merchants use subscriptions powered by Recharge to grow their business and their communities by increasing average order value, reducing churn and providing predictable recurring revenue. Turn transactions into relationships and experience seamless subscription commerce with Recharge. Check them out at rechargepayments.com forward slash masterplan.